The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, James Brakewell, and a psychologist. Oh my God, that's me. A uh, little more down to earth, Steve Olivas. Try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. Steve, why must you poop all over my enthusiasm? I am here. I am fired up. I am delighted to be helping the public. And you, you are just raining on everyone's parades. What? What is your problem? I am sheathed in a layer of perspiration waiting for you to run to the John in between these podcasts because apparently you can't anticipate we're about to record when you should be going to the bathroom before we even begin. I pee many times in many places because I drink a lot of water, and that's why I am so healthy and never, ever end up in the hospital. Now, for more truth for you, <laughs> we are going to jump over to this excellent reader question, uh, which where I can dispense more of my infinite wisdom. All right. Hi, guys. <laughs> Whoa, a lot of negativity coming from over there today. Oh, my God, said the liar. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hi, guys. Long-time listener and love your show. Please keep this anonymous. My question is about my mom. She's in her 70s. I'm in my 40s. She raised my sibling and I as a hardworking single mom. As a result of working three jobs to get by, she leaned on me, her daughter, to be her friend. My sibling and I both moved out when we were 18, paid for our school, etc. ourselves, never asking or receiving a penny for weddings or down payments, etc. We both are happily married and have children and are comfortably upper middle class. Meanwhile, my mom has blown through any money she had and is still working. She also has zero boundaries. She will message my friends to hang out, ask my friends for deals on things they are selling, invite herself to places I'm going, and if I don't invite her, she'll just show up. Laying on, a guilt, uh, laying on the guilt thick when she doesn't get her way. Recently, she unleashed a text message on me that I'd say uh, was abusive and something a 12-year-old would write, telling me I was selfish and that she was depressed and I wasn't there for her. The kicker was when she said I tell my teenage kids how awful she is and that's why they don't want to see her. I've never said a bad word about her to them, but they are teens and want to hang out with their friends. My question is, how to best navigate this relationship? Her accusation that I would poison my kids against her is unforgivable, and to be honest, I'm exhausted, but I want my kids to have a relationship with her. I just no longer want anything to do with her. Thank you. All right, Steve, take it away. <clears throat> boy, oh boy, what a great question, and a lot to unpack here. I don't have my notepad in front of me, so I didn't jot down notes, so I may miss a point or two as I go through this, but... <coughs> I'm going to waste time by choking on my own saliva. I, I'm glad that the letter writer brought up, it sounds like something a 12-year-old would write, because my first thought was, whatever is going on with mom was going on long before you recognized that she was inappropriately leaning on you for friendship in the aftermath of the divorce. And I'm guessing, or I don't know if you said divorce, but she was a single mom because she had these issues in the first place, which are both going to affect her picker, of which guy she's attracted to, but also her level of emotional stability and 
capabilities of having an intimate connection with a partner, which most 12-year-olds are unable to do. I'm guessing mom had something rock her world when she was 12-ish that stopped her developing emotionally back then. And it's suspicious to me, well, maybe not suspicious, but it does kind of validate my point that mom still is trying to hang out with people who aren't kids anymore, you're 40-ish, but uh, with people 30 years her junior. Like, it seems that that was mom's emotional sweet spot when you were a kid, that 12 years old was who she related to because emotionally she kind of felt the same way. So, yeah, how do kids react? If uh, anybody watches Wrong and Wronger or listens to it from this week, James talks about his kids doing this because kids doing it is developmentally appropriate where they blame everyone else. Not my fault, it's their fault. You did it first. All of that kind of stuff is, is a phase or a stage that kids all go through. Most kids mature out of that, and when they're adults, they take personal responsibility for their role in stuff. Mom never developed past that, so she's continuing to do all of the same strategies, coping mechanisms, and defense mechanisms that younger kids do. Unfortunately, you're now 40, and you've, you're tired of it because she doesn't have power over you the same way she did when she was 12. The downside to my answer, dear letter writer, is she still has some power over you because of buttons that she installed long before you were even aware that the workmen were inside of you putting these in place because she uses guilt to control you and manipulate you. And even though you're kind of hip to her action right now, you're still kind of compelled by it. So my advice to you is this isn't going to be a one and done. When you've had enough and you're pissed, it'll be easy for you to lay down the law with mom. However, that's exactly what she needs to fire it right back at you. Look at how you're mistreating your mother. And then you question yourself. You think, I shouldn't have lost my cool. I'm not a good daughter. And then you try to negotiate with her as an adult, but you find out real quickly that doesn't work, which frustrates the heck out of you again. And so you lash out and the cycle continues. My advice to you is don't try to make this a one and done. I really, and James makes fun of me all the time for this, but I am going to passionately uh, oh, don't say it. To, don't say it. Yes, to oh. find a therapist because a good therapist can work you through <laughs> this and walk you through and reinforce and validate because this is going to be a three steps forward, two steps back for a little while, and you need somebody on your team. What say you, James Breakwell? Man, I am. I am glad you came in so hard and heavy on this one because I get to be the good guy this time for once because I think based on the based on the first half of this letter I thought mom sounded kind of fun she wants to hang out she wants to be your friend which is a problem if you are 12 but if you're an adult if you're in your 40s man I, I think that's awesome that she wants to hang out that she wants to be around you now she's got some emotional maturity and issues in there but I think she's just I mean I don't know if it's any more complicated than that she's lonely she was in, she was a single mother working three jobs and she just did not build up any friends. She spent an entire lifetime where her entire world was work and these two girls and she was spending things hand to mouth. She just got the money in and it went out just as quick, which is why she still doesn't save anything because she's been in that mode for her entire life. I mean, it sounds from this letter like she's still working. And uh, I think uh, we probably got this letter because of our uh, answer that, uh, a couple weeks ago when we said there was uh, somebody who didn't even want to do video calls with their parents and oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm yeah, sure yeah. That they're probably hoping this week that we'll just say yeah never talk to mom again but you know what I'm going to do the opposite I'm going to think of it give your social life a crumple zone like on a car when it crashes it's made to collapse <laughs> in a certain way to contain the damage where you want it 
So I'm going to suggest the best way to keep her from showing up randomly in places you don't want her to go is to be to direct the damage where it's going to affect you the least, and maybe you'll actually enjoy it. Um, I, you know, I my life is pretty structured. I want to have you know time for my wife, so I set up certain nights a week of hey we're going to hang out. I want to play board games, so I set up certain nights a week of this was when I play board games. This is when I play Halo with my my, my kids and my uh, yeah. and my my friends who are flung out to the corners of the world. So do that with your mom. Maybe there's one night a week where you have her over for dinner and your teens are there too and maybe they scarf down their pasta in 30 seconds and they're gone but hey you had over your mom and uh, and you did that or maybe twice a month you go and you have a movie uh, you go out to a movie with your mom you know what's great about that if she really gets on your nerves if you sit there uh, you, neither one of you talks for two hours and you get points for quality time that's why dates are dates are at a movie are just terrible because you don't say anything but you could do that or maybe there's a show that you guys watch together every Thursday night you stream an episode and you go and you sit down there and you watch that and you don't communicate much, but you get those points mm. for putting in the quality time, and she doesn't feel neglected. You just show mm. her that, hey, I have a. St- what are you mmming about there? You show her mm. that you have a spot in your life for her, and that she's not just something who's someone who's forgotten. She's not just someone who you used to, you know, to, to get out of childhood and then just forget about. She is not. She is not like a stuffed animal you tossed in a in a closet and forgot about. She is a part of your life, and maybe you don't want her popping up randomly. But hey, I've got a spot for you once a week or once every other week, once a month, whatever you got, make her feel special. And I think you'll get interrupted in other spheres less. Uh, now, Steve hates all mothers, so he obviously disagrees <laughs> with me, but I am here to repair your relationship and make life hey. better for both of you. Go ahead. Steve, you're homping about everything over there. Go ahead and take the last word. First of all, uh, my wife talks to my mother a lot. So, I, I mean, she's fine. But <laughs> She is fine. That's, that's a ringing endorsement of a mother if I ever heard one. <laughs> Now I'm. I, uh, I wish we had more time to deconstruct <laughs> just, just this. Just do it. Just go. There go. are two points that I want to make quickly. One is I forgot about the spending. I told you I would miss a couple of points. And uh, we again, we talked a lot about your kids and wrong and wronger. And I compare this to your 13 year old because that's about where mom is. You had even said, I don't want to hand cash to my kids because I don't know what's going to happen then. Because your kids will spend it. They'll blow it on candy. That's what kids do. And apparently that's still the phase that mom is in, is being reckless and impulsive with her money. She's not being responsible like grownups. But uh, the, other, the reason I was harumphing, James, is think again about your kids. That uh, it doesn't matter how much you give. They're always going to want more. And again... For a nine-year-old, that's developmentally appropriate. That's what they're supposed to do. They want mom. They want dad. That's what they need. For a 70-year-old woman, she is going to be a bucket with no bottom. That if you have two nights a week where you have mom time, she's going to guilt you for not talking during two hours of the movie. Oh, that's all I'm worth to you? Just that two hours of sitting silently in the dark? So, no, this is going to backfire. Don't listen to James. All right, so there you have it. Two approaches. My <laughs> elegant way to work her into your life and make you make her feel valid, and and Steve's way of just pretending she doesn't exist because she is a bottomless hole in your life who will suck you all down with her. Remind two, me if I ever need a good cop. Don't ask man, you. Two very different perspectives on motherhood there, but just don't worry. I am team pro mom. Mom's rock. I love you all. Steve hates moms. Wants to cancel Mother's Day, but it is what it is. He's the only co-host I got. 
about? Well, if you have a question you'd like us to answer in 10 minutes or less, hopefully not involving mothers, because Steve is just going to lose it again, send that in to, to jamesbreakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's Exploding Unicorn with uh, with the E. Uh, it doesn't have to be a marriage question. It can be parent-child, just preferably with the father. Uh, you know, co-workers, platonic friends, whatever you've got, send it in. This has been another week of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never